the producers of the show do not accept responsibility for any spectral phenomenon that may occur in the listener's own home. Enjoy, and welcome to Radio Undead. Hi, Hello, everybody. everyone. And welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't plan this. Go ahead. Hey, folks. Welcome to another episode of Talking Undead. It's a podcast within a podcast. <laughs> it's like Radio Undead, but if uh, if we didn't have wacky characters in a script. Exactly. What if we only improvise the show? How bad would it be? If we only improvise Radio Undead? Yeah. It would be fucking awful. Imagine how uncomfortable it would be. We'd probably say the most horrible things. Like if we had a list of story points? Not even. There's... <laughs> okay. Less than that. At least 30 times in any given episode... Or I've only written a few episodes, but in any of the episodes I've written, there's at least 30 lines where I write it out and go, okay, that's that's too much. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then delete it. It would all just kind of pop out, and we would, if we ever got any attention whatsoever, we would be ostracized immediately. Yeah. And rightfully so. I'm surprised we haven't really yet. <laughs> like, that nobody's actually piped up and been like, hey, now. <laughs> we got a little, a little flack from uh, some Jesus freaks which, before we even really started. <laughs> which is so funny. Like, it's so misguided. <laughs> Like, we're not... We're playing a game, y'all. Just hang out with us. Should should we start talking about what I'm going to talk about? Yeah, dude. You briefly told me about this a few days ago, but I totally forgot, so let's go. Yeah, I was inspired to talk about this because of a new show I saw on Hulu called The Act that tells the story of Dee Dee Blanchard and her daughter, Gypsy. Um, so let me set the scene for you a little bit, Jackson. Okay. Yes. It's... It's June 14th, 2015. You're in Springfield, Missouri. You're you're part of the sheriff's department. You feeling it? You feeling, feeling it in the moment? Okay. I'm, I'm here. You get a call, and it's a, a woman saying that she hasn't seen her neighbor in days, and there's a mysterious Facebook uh, status update on her account that just reads, that bitch is dead. That's not mysterious. That's very direct. It's very... But... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually Okay, yeah, keep going. I don't I know why it. I'm trying to introduce it in this way. Okay. I like the way you're introducing it. Keep I mean do whatever you need to do, but I'm enjoying what you're doing. Okay, you're you're part of the sheriff's department. What do you do? Uh I probably go to the you house. You go to the um, home of Dee Dee Blanchard and her daughter Gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> You enter the house, you proceed in, you go to... <laughs> you can switch to normal if yeah, you want. Yeah, okay. So, a uh, Green County Sheriff's Department arrived at the home of Dee Dee Blanchard and her daughter Gypsy to find Dee Dee Blanchard stabbed to death in her bed and Gypsy was missing. Upon the news that Gypsy was apparently missing, a countywide search spread out because everybody knew Gypsy as a chronically ill uh, teenage girl. Uh, of approximately about 15 years old and they were all super worried and they assumed that she had been abducted 
on that Facebook status, there was also a comment that read, I slashed that pig and raped her daughter. Oh, that's designed. Okay. Now I understand why it's kind of mysterious. Police uh, go searching for Gypsy, and a neighbor brings up that Gypsy has claimed to have an online boyfriend that she met on Facebook. On June 17th, Gypsy and her boyfriend, Nicholas Gadishan, are arrested for the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard. So this is, I filled you in on it a little bit the other day, but it is without a doubt the fucking one of the wildest cases I've ever heard. It's it's tremendously fucked up. It's every Facebook mom pulled together into one awful being. It ended in the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard, but it began with so much more. All of Gypsy Blanchard's life, she was convinced that she was terminally ill. Her mother told her family, friends, and managed to fool some doctors into believing Gypsy had just a myriad of disorders that were constantly putting her life in danger. And what this really is, is a case of um, Munchausen's by proxy that really pushes somebody to the edge and winds up in murder. And one of the wildest things I have ever heard of. All right. I'm excited, sort of. So it basically starts with uh, Dee Dee Blanchard was from Louisiana, and she has a reputation with her family for being like kind of mischievous and like a little bit evil. Um, nice. She was just very mean and stole a lot of money and apparently had a very long rest record. Also, I was watching the, the documentary about this. There's an HBO documentary. And Louisiana accents are just fucking un... You cannot understand them. They are... That's why uh, Tommy Wiseau says says he's from Louisiana, I think. Because there's... Okay, but (laughs) he... That's... He's way weirder than a Louisiana accent. (laughs) They're very difficult. Great people. Very difficult to understand. (laughs) (laughs) I love New Orleans. It's a great town. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that's how is that how Louisiana is? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I don't, not quite. No, <laughs> it's it's not. <laughs> Dee Dee Blanchard, uh, she what was I saying? She had her arrest record going for her. She was even accused by her family at one point of poisoning her stepmother, oh. of uh, grinding up some sort of pill and putting it in her food. Um, her stepmother accuses her of this in the documentary that I watched. I don't know what evidence there is, but <laughs> it's very, very clear that nobody in her family likes her and that they're all very scared of her. That's good. Uh, and at some point she, you know, gets married the old school way. She gets pregnant first and then they get married out of obligation. And she has her daughter Gypsy, which I think is the first red flag right there because her daughter's first name is a slur. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking. I was waiting for you to say it, but that's super fucked. She just put her out in the world. And, like, Gypsy's still... She's alive in prison right now. She's going to be let out in, like, a decade. She's going to have to go into the world with that name. Oh, she's in jail? Yeah, she wound up only getting 10 years for the murder. Still, she shouldn't be in jail. But we'll get there. (laughs) We'll get there. That's just fucked up. I'm getting ahead of myself, but that pisses me off. Dee Dee gave birth to her daughter, Gypsy, and as early as three months, Dee Dee was claiming that Gypsy had sleep apnea and had to go to a doctor, and the doctor just sort of, on her behest, uh, provided her with a sleep apnea mask. 
I have sleep apnea. Do you have one of the little masks? No, it is very directly tied to substance use. <laughs> Does that mean when the little masks won't work? The little elephant trunk thing? Uh, I don't know. I've never tried it. I have a deviated septum and mm. it fucks with me. And, oh yeah, here's what they said. Okay. <laughs> this is a really quick side note. Um, so yeah, I have this deviated septum. And so I breathe weird when I sleep. And the mask wouldn't actually really do anything because it's like a my hmm. physical nose is fucked up. Um, but uh, in order to get past that, I would have to use it for like a month and then do a sleep study with it to show it doesn't work. And then I could get insurance or like covered for correction. That's a lot of fucking Which is work. just too much work. <laughs> yeah, fucking so American. I'm just going to have sleep apnea. Isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> Doctor's literally like, okay, so it won't work, but in order to get your insurance company to believe it won't work, <laughs> well, it's like ridiculous. The insurance company decides what care I get. Well, you may have sleep apnea, but Gypsy Rose did not have sleep apnea. But that was just the first of many uh... things that her mother claimed that she had. <laughs> the next disorder that just happened to pop up on Gypsy Rose's charts was muscular dystrophy, uh, which put her in a wheelchair. Again, just sort of at the behest of her mother. And I'm just going to skip ahead a little bit and re read you a sampling of some of the disorders that Dee Dee Blanchard claimed Gypsy had. Just a sampling. This is some of them. Epilepsy. Gastric reflux. Quadriplegia. Quadriplegia. Muscular dystrophy. And leukemia. Quad she claimed she was quadriplegic? Yeah, even though she could very clearly use her arms. Like, in public, Out she did in sit fuck? in a wheelchair, but she pushed herself around in said wheelchair. That that just that just makes no sense at all. It doesn't make any sense at all. This is honestly one of the greatest cases of just manipulation I have ever seen. Somehow this mother gets away with so much. This woman was a terrible liar. Or, or at least... I guess, like, the basis of her lies were terrible, but she must have been brilliant in conversation. Somehow it worked. She had her friends and her family fooled. She even had a few doctors fooled. And every once in a while, there would be that doctor that would perform a test and say that there was nothing wrong with Gypsy. Uh, in the documentary, they interview a neurologist who ran a bunch of tests, and Gypsy clearly was not, or clearly did not have muscular dystrophy. Another doctor said she clearly did not have um, leukemia, <laughs> which is, fair, I feel, fairly easy to test for. But still, Dee Dee persisted and managed to get Gypsy on, I think, something like 40 different prescription medications over time. She had a feeding tube surgically implanted into her stomach oh god and this is really chilling in one of the interviews gypsy said like her mother was completely in control of her life and also everything that went into her like she would put medications and food through this tube and gypsy didn't even necessarily have to be conscious for that to happen jesus that's so fucked up it is fucking crazy this woman deserved a fate worse than what she got i am never going to complain about my mom ever again oh my god i dude i complain about my mom and she is a fucking sweetheart this could be your mom i've been i get annoyed that my mom's catholic and there's some stuff that comes with that that is also annoying this really puts that into perspective she's a beautiful wonderful woman <laughs> 
Uh, beautiful soul, I mean. Dee Dee's manipulation didn't end just at the people around her. She managed to get money from people around the country through charities. Um, she had a wish granted for Gypsy by the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Wow. Wait, really? Yeah. They went to Disney World on the... On the dime of Make-A-Wish. Yep. They, uh, I thought they, like, screened for proof for, like, medical records and whatnot. Apparently not. Or I guess she got some. Well, she definitely... Gypsy had received a lot of treatment for diseases she did not have. Um, so maybe just that sufficed. I guess. Yeah. Man, that's nuts. I'm pretty sure you need a letter from an oncologist. I th- actually, I'm sort of remembering. So I think you need a letter from an oncologist, but she apparently had at least one doctor fooled who could send that letter. And last but not least, uh, they did live in New Orleans and their house was destroyed by Hurricane Katrina. And they wound up moving up to Springfield, Missouri, and their house was built by Habitat for Humanity. They didn't pay a dime to move into it. It was built, hand-built, by volunteers from their neighborhood for this woman and her dying daughter to live in. (laughs) They had one very legitimate bad thing happen to them, and that's probably what made this work for so long. Yeah, well, that's how uh, Dee Dee got away with some of her working over the doctors. She was able to say that a lot of her medical records were lost in Katrina because that did happen. Right, 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 right. She did base her lies very close to reality. But, you know, most of all, even Gypsy was fooled about all this. She, the only thing that she really knew was that she could walk. And when she was in the house, she was allowed to walk. But anytime they were out, she was in the wheelchair. Um, Dee Dee is always so close by her. If you watch, like, interviews with them, which you can find on YouTube really easily, Dee Dee is just always, like, holding on to Gypsy's hand holding her really close as if she's like monitoring what she's going to say and will just like pull on her if she says something wrong or something. It's really fucking terrifying. Wait, and we'll pull on her if she says something wrong. I have to go watch a fucking interview. <laughs> she not literally, it just looks like uh, she is going to. Although in the documentary, again, Gypsy said like if they were on TV and Gypsy said something Dee Dee didn't like, uh, Dee Dee would just squeeze her hand really hard and she would stop talking. Holy shit. It's like Gypsy was kind of clued in to what was going on, but she was also totally fooled by it also as well. She was a victim of incredible abuse. Oh yeah, it's terrible. Um, And there was more psychological and some physical abuse happening at home. Um, When Gypsy is... She's actually 19 years old when this happens, but she thinks... Oh my god, I didn't even cover this. Dee Dee also tells Gypsy that she's several years younger than she actually is and tells people around her that she only has the mental capacity of a seven-year-old, so people will believe she acts like a young child. She te- Wait, she- <laughs> that's so mean. She tells people she only has the mental capacity of a seven-year-old? Yeah. Does she put on an act for interviews and sound like a young child? She really does have, like, this, like just kind of a baby voice like it's all squeaky you really should go listen to it i wonder if she gave her drugs to make it like that it's possible maybe some sort of like hormone um when gypsy was 19 years old she thought she was 15 and she went to sort of a comic-con convention she was really into disney uh her mom just fed her a lot of that because again it like influenced that childlike sort of attitude (laughs) um 
So one thing she was allowed to do was go, was like dress up as a Disney princess and go to cons. Um, and while she was at one of them, she said the name of it in the documentary, but I forget it. Um, she apparently met a guy who they show his picture and he looks like he's about 40. His hair is all gray. He's wearing a stormtrooper outfit. Oh, I'm sure that's healthy. Uh, it's, yeah, very healthy. So look up what con that happened to and then don't go to that <laughs> Dude, one. Uh, that's actually so fucking dark. Imagine being uh, you, but 40, and going to a Comic-Con of some sort, and you see a, uh, a very sick, probably ca- like no hair, cancer-ridden girl who looks like she's about the age of how old was she supposed to be 15 15 yeah. yeah and then you're like damn i'm gonna fuck that 15 year old cancer patient yeah and that's exactly what this guy did Jesus um, Christ. they they had a good time at the con and gypsy went home and made a facebook so she could find him and they started chatting up and at some point gypsy actually ran away to go and be with this guy she was in Missouri, he was in Arkansas, and she snuck out of the house and hitchhiked her way to Arkansas. Dude, okay, Arkansas is one place I'm never going to say is a good place. I have no idea what happens there, except this apparently, so not good. Stay away! Is there a known city in Arkansas? No idea. I know Bill Clinton is from there. I know that too, and that's cool. But like, honestly, he's a skeevy guy. He's a very skeevy guy. He's friends with uh, so, Jeffrey Epstein, dude. There's probably some really fucked up shit going so on. So I guess Arkansas's main export is just skeevy guys. And corn, maybe? Also, I guess the most famous city from in Arkansas is uh, Little Rock. Oh, yeah, with the, the college. Or is it a high school? Yeah, there's a population of uh, 198,000 people. Did something really bad happen in Little Rock? Yeah, that's where they tried to integrate the schools and the National Guard got called in. Right. I forget if it was a college or a high school. Right. I think it was a college. <laughs> that's actually not a bad thing that happened. That's a very good thing that happened. With some bad stuff happening around it. The The people of Arkansas did not respond well, but uh, to say the least. But uh, at least they started desegregation. That's cool. Well, back to Arkansas. That's where Gypsy Rose headed, and she spent a couple of hours with this guy, and then Dee Dee managed to track her down through Facebook. She woke up and noticed that Gypsy was gone and found a note and drove to Arkansas and brought her back. Oh my god. I know. How fucking terrified would you be? I mean, when you're, when you're fucking growing up with a bona fide psychopath, this guy's an upgrade for sure, I imagine. Unless he's like an actual... Yeah, I mean, unless he's like a serial killer, or I guess he sort of is a killer. But uh, actually, I don't know the rest of the story, so I don't know how this goes. Well, no, this is uh, this is not the guy. Who okay, was. never mind. So like... Yeah, this is a different guy. I guess I'll hear more, and then I should probably withhold opinion until then. So Dee Dee brings Gypsy home and definitely beats the shit out of her. Uh, but this event, this event is kind of, I think, a pretty big one. It's sort of a turning point for Gypsy. Because she catches her mom in some lies where she learns that she is older than she actually is. And at this point, Gypsy is just sort of learning that she's like a young adult and she wants to grow up. 
And so she starts sneaking more and more computer time with her mom's laptop after she goes to bed. Because Dee Dee is also a full-blown pill addict who just loads up on, like, Xanax and sleepy time pills before she falls asleep. Shocker. And they sleep (laughs) in the same bed, of course, so Gypsy has to sneak out of the room and go take her mom's laptop, clear the browsing history. Her uh, downer's addiction is honestly a small blessing in this instance. Yeah. (laughs) At least there's some escape. There's very few situations in which I'd say that. But man, thank God that girl had a had some sort of out. Well, and it was this it was online surfing and just like basically becoming an adult that sort of led to her meeting her boyfriend, Nick Gadishan. Uh she got on a Christian dating site. I'm gonna guess it was plenty of fish. Cause that's where you go to get killed. <laughs> or to get somebody else killed. Oh yeah. That's uh that's where oh my god. What's his name? Matthew Matthew Whittaker? Is that it? Ma- oh, Mark Twi- no, Mark Twitchell. That's where uh that's where Mark Twitchell met uh his wife. Of course it fucking is. Fun fact. Yeah. yeah fun. Uh, fucking creep. <laughs> Gypsy started talking up with this uh Nicholas Gadishan fella and they hit it off right away. Um I feel like a lot of people can relate to your first relationship being really weirdly intense. And this was that for both of them, except they were much older. I don't think I've uh, ever related to literally anything more. <laughs> <laughs> just a weirdly intense first relationship where you're incredibly you just so. really jump in head first. Oh, yeah. We're going to be together for fucking ever ever yeah that's exactly how they were talking and we're in love yeah that's like exactly (laughs) what they were saying gypsy was 23 at this point or yes she was 23 at this point never had a boyfriend before she was obviously pretty excited to jump in um so it started off as a like pretty innocent just online relationship where you know, she, like, called him a prince, and she was his princess and all that gross shit. They, like, made posts about each other on Facebook. But um, at a certain point, Gypsy unloaded everything onto him. She didn't tell him everything about the sicknesses being fake and her mom abusing her and lying to everyone in her life. So she unloaded this onto Nick, and Nick sort of started to unload more of his personality onto her he confessed to having uh he claimed several personalities uh all very distinct and gypsy would actually make up her own personalities to communicate with his different ones wait did he actually have like split personality disorder or i didn't see anything about a diagnosis but in his confession he says something about having different personalities and gypsy pretty solidly confirms him like flipping in and out of the different ones that's kind of fascinating and terrifying uh so he led her led her onto that and also led her onto the fact that he is into the whole slave master dynamic when it comes to a relationship and sex that's nice so she made sort of the crossing from his princess into his slave and she started making like really graphic facebook posts about like obeying her master and her life's duty and all that shit okay that's pretty gnarly this poor fucking girl dude she's had such a tortured confusing she's had such a fucking life Uh. um and it's just months of 
graphic sexual text messages, some of which they also show in the documentary, and talking basically fantasies about how Gypsy wanted to kill her mom. And then one day she just kind of said, I'm ready, let's do it. She went from master to master, essentially. I'm sure that was a very comfortable place to be, you know? I mean, after years of just having someone literally literally not having a choice in what you consume, which is like such a basic level of, you know, personal decision-making, that's probably pretty light, having like a sexual relationship slave master fantasy. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something she's like kind of comfortable with. Yeah, So clearly. it almost makes sense that she would lean into it. Yeah. But also, she, I think she just really wanted to keep her first boyfriend and, you know. Right. <laughs> that too. So, on June, what did I say? June 14th, 2015, Gypsy and Dee Dee go uh, shopping and come home. Dee Dee goes to sleep really late that night. Gypsy said they had an argument. Uh, which they resolved. And her mom said something along the lines before she went to bed. She said something to Gypsy along the lines of like, I know you're mad at me. Uh, just don't hurt me. And <laughs> like she, Gypsy started crying in the documentary and pointed out that her mom's last words to her were don't hurt me. Dee Dee falls asleep and Gypsy texts Nick and he comes in. She hands him a knife, some gloves and some duct tape. And he tells her to go hide in the bathtub. And so she just goes and curls up in the fetal position and covers her eyes and ears. So, and the next minute she, you know, her mother has been murdered by Nick. He stabbed her about seven times in the back. She so had it coming. She did kind of have it coming. I'm not going to lie. Of, of all the people, like, who deserve to be murdered, it's the one that functionally tortured a... Uh, child for her entire existence that's what she was doing i mean chemotherapy with when it's not treating it you're torturing a person the feeding tube is what really gets me it's so gross she literally didn't have a choice in what she consumed on any level like she was forced to watch disney movies she had to eat through and take medication through this breathing tube or feeding tube i wanted to, all right i guess this is the next part i'm curious as to how they were caught because it seems like they easily could have not been with Dee Dee gone, Nick and Gypsy decide that they are going to go to Milwaukee and they're going to spend a couple of weeks with Nick's mom and then they are going to start their life, basically. Gypsy wanted to like go get married, have babies, all that shit. All that shit that you definitely want when you're 23 years old, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm 23 years old right now and the other day my grandma said something about how next summer I could ha be like married and have kids on the way. Oh my god. And that doesn't make any oh sense. Oh my goodness. To me, well, chronologically. Well, 24 is like kind of late in the game for your grandma, you know. That's true. She had her dad uh or she had my dad when she was 19. I was pretty close with the 20. Gypsy and Nick start making their way to Milwaukee via Greyhound buses. There's some there's some security footage of them moving through the lines and buying their ticket and stuff. And Gypsy is actually the one who makes those Facebook statuses that I mentioned earlier. Um, she makes them using Nick's phone uh, so people would go over to the house and find her mom. She didn't want her mom's body just laying there. They were functionally framing Rick, Nick, uh, Rick or Nick? Nick. They were functionally framing Nick. Yeah, I feel like they didn't even really notice that they put him in so much shit. 
Yeah, like, he did it, and then they posted about it on the, like, if, like, rape the bitch and whatever the other line was, that could easily actually come from him. Yeah, very easily. He's just a weird fucking guy. But it was made up by Gypsy. For no Um, reason at all. (laughs) And police are able to um, track an IP address, I guess, or track the phone that was used to make the comments and they pick up Nick and Gypsy in Milwaukee uh, and they're immediately charged with first degree murder. They were trying to cover for a lead that did not exist. Like if they had just not done that, if they had just left, it probably could have worked out fine. Yeah. They just were, they were their alibis that they're somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty easy. Jesse had a whole shit ton of wigs. She was good at, like, disguising herself. Fucking Greyhound bus. Don't go through the most secure places in America. <laughs> this is just, I, I'm frustrated with their, the how little, at least he thought this out. I mean, she had clearly no conception of how the world actually should work. I know, it wasn't very well thought through. But, like, this guy, I don't know. He should have some idea. That's just fucking crazy. If I was, uh, for some reason, dating Gypsy, though, and she asked me to kill her mom, I would probably be like, we should spill this story to the authorities. She'll go to jail probably for the rest of her life. I know. And that would have made a lot more sense. That would be my first step, too. Yeah. You know, I should have mentioned earlier that Dee Dee did have social services called on her a few times, and she just sort of played them. Really? Got them out of the house. Oh, so she was pretty brilliant. As far as yeah. manipulation goes. That's she was insane. a great fucking liar and a great fucking manipulator. Huh. And a lot of people think that she passed that on to Didi. So let me get to the... Confe- or not Didi. A lot of people think she passed that on to Gypsy. So I'll get on to the confession. Uh, Nick's to start. Nick basically said that he he and Gypsy had talked about his, talked about his murdering Didi for months on end and he didn't actually think it was ever going to be real and then one day it suddenly was and he decided he could do it he said that he was gonna let his evil personality do it and that way he would be fine he said that he had to be talked down from actually raping Didi before murdering her uh i guess he and gypsy had a talk beforehand and she had to talk him down from that this guy was pretty pretty off the rocker i guess yeah he just sort of tacked that on there in the interview he also said like i think necrophilia is weird it's an actual thing he said which like obviously yeah yes it is do you have to go as far as to say it that's a now i have some suspicions (laughs) that's an item you did not need to confess to that makes this that makes it so much more morbid you know what that means and he's thought about it yeah, exactly. He does not think necrophilia is weird. Or maybe he thinks it's weird, but he's into necrophilia. Well, it ended with him basically saying he never would have murdered Dee Dee if Gypsy hadn't asked him to. And then when you go over to Gypsy's confession, she says things along the lines of she never thought that Nick would actually do it. She thought it was all fake and that when he got there, he wouldn't be able to go through with it. But she still provided him with a knife and duct tape and gloves. 
And it was her idea repeated many times over, yes? Yes, it was definitely her idea, not his. It was something that she laid out there. Yeah, I'm going to say that she's probably the uh, the cause here. So in the end, it almost kind of seems, you know, Nick obviously wasn't the most stable guy. Anybody probably could have led him to do this with some ease, at least. But some would say that Gypsy manipulated him into this and that she sort of took from Dee Dee a little bit in the end. Yeah, so I would agree that she gained some qualities of Dee Dee. I would agree that she gained some qualities of Dee Dee. That's what it sounds like. Which, obviously, because she was raised by her and was in her presence every fucking waking moment of every day of her life. But uh, I still don't think she should have gone to jail. I think this is a very clear, like, psychiatric rehabilitation case. Well, when it came to her sentencing, um, Gypsy faced life in prison, um, 30 years to life, but she wound up getting a plea deal and she is going to spend 10 years in prison. She's up for parole in 2024. Yes. Honestly, I I hope she gets out and gets some help and lives a full, productive, pleasant life. When she gets out of prison, she will be 32 years old, which I think is awesome. Because, like, yeah, she will now get an actual shot at life. Yeah, she missed her 20s, but, like, I don't know. 20s are pretty much just a build-up to your 30s. She's just going to be a decade late. Anyway, we are just about wrapping up here. Nicholas Gottesan got life in prison recently. Uh, I don't know what year this happened in. Uh, he will spend the rest of his days in that jail. You should go watch the documentary. I found it on YouTube. Uh, there's also the new show on Hulu called The Act, which is you know a dramatized version of it with some large inaccuracies, but it's pretty entertaining. Did you... Uh... What do you think about his sentence? Was he doing a service? Hmm. I haven't really taken the time to think about it. I haven't been th- thinking about Nicholas so much as I have Gypsy. Because um, Gypsy, I feel like it's pretty clear cut. Uh, at least minimally equal retribution, honestly. It's kind of an eye for an eye situation. She took away her whole childhood, and so... And more, honestly, took away a large chunk of her life because she has to rehabilitate herself. And she took away the last probably 30 years of her life. It's pretty equal. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about his sentence, though. I guess I would, I don't know about life, you know? Once again, I mean, I also just really don't like her fucking justice system. system. He sounds like someone who could also be psychiatrically rehabilitated. You know? Yeah, giving anybody life seems a wa- like a waste of time, no matter who they are. Yeah, I don't know. I've talked about the death penalty on another episode, but ugh. if you're gonna give some, if you're gonna give someone life, give them option for death penalty. The Nick Gaidashans of the world can go on to be re- rehabilitated. The Gacy's get death penalty. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that sounds really good to me. Well, thanks for doing all that research. Yeah, I didn't really do that much. I watched a movie. It's pretty messy towards the beginning, but I think I I hit my stride somewhere towards the middle, and then it ended real quick. (laughs) It was fun, though. I liked listening to it. I got a lot of education. We didn't make a ton of jokes because we talk about really sad things in Talking Undead. Yeah, I liked the episode where we talked about funny crimes. Yeah, like beaver 
that's sex. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. We'll go back to that. Next Talking Undead, let's have fun. But we'll be back to having fun on our regular episode next week. Yeah, that episode, I hope it's entertaining, but it definitely isn't a... It's not a, a gut gut jerker. I don't know what the word would be. <laughs> All right, so we'll wrap it up. Thanks for listening to Radio Undead, folks. Do the do the like and the review. Uh, Thank you, guys. Goodbye. I love you so much. That's all. <laughs>